Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's talk about some players to stash for Dynasty next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Heath Cummings. And make sure you check out the Dynasty version of Fantasy Football Today. Uh, that was on the YouTube channel on Tuesday afternoon. It's in your full episode of the Fantasy Football Today podcast feeds. Heath hosts that one. They talk all kinds of dynasty stuff every week throughout the offseason. And Heath, we're talking about some overlooked, undervalued stash candidates for dynasty. These are guys who unlikely to make much of an impact in 2023, but who you should still be looking to add towards the end of your roster just to see if they turn into something. And one guy that I, I made a point of drafting in the dynasty IDP league that you and I are in is Hendon Hooker, the Detroit Lions quarterback who, you know, coming back from his second torn ACL, he's like 25 years old already. So it's one of those situations where it's like, if he doesn't get a chance to play this season or early next season, we probably just take a loss on that pick. But I did take him, I think, in the third round of that IDP dynasty league. And it's a situation where you look at the landing spot with Detroit, you know, great offensive line, good weapons in the passing game, young players all around. And Jared Goff, he's a solid quarterback, but probably not a long-term option for the Detroit Lions if they want to be a Super Bowl contender. So it wouldn't shock me if like, man, what if this team gets off to a three and five start and Hendon Hooker's cleared to play and gets a couple of you know months of practice in and all of a sudden he gets an opportunity could be a situation where he makes a real impact for fantasy. So he's someone I really like to stash with, you know, an eye on maybe 2024 or later on in 2020. Who's a quarterback that you like for stashing purposes? Uh, it's a guy who played last year, but is still younger than Hinton Hooker, Desmond Ritter. <laughs> um, but similar situation. You talk about mm-hmm. young weapons, like the combination of Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and B. John Robinson could just be a new big three. And if Arthur Smith's defense can be good this year, then maybe the Falcons are competitive and are not in a position to draft a quarterback in the top 10 next year. Or if they are, they might not anyways. They'll draft another wide receiver or running back <laughs> or tight end. Um, no, I think... I. I have some questions about Desmond Ritter in terms of if he can be a long-term starter in the NFL, but he was better than Marcus Mariota was last year, and he has elite weapons, and they're probably going to be one of the most efficient run offenses in the NFL, which will make it a little bit easier for him to get things going through the year. Let's talk about a running back that you like to target and stat for for stashing purposes. Yeah, it's, it's would have worked better probably a month ago, but Jerome Ford and Cleveland, they just mm-hmm. – They've not replaced Kareem Hunt, and now we've got reports coming out that Ford is going to be the number two to Nick Chubb. Now, I don't think Ford gets the same number of touches that Kareem Hunt did, but I do think that there's a chance that he sees 10 to 12 opportunities per game, and if something happens to Chubb, I think there's little doubt right now that Ford would be the guy seeing 15 to 20 touches at minimum per game. So he he is definitely not someone who's been in my my top 50 running backs, 
but it could be one injury away from making a leap. Yeah, remember, this is a, an offense two years ago when Hunt and Chubb missed some time. Darius Johnson was a must-start fantasy option for a couple of weeks there. They're, they're you know, We know they want to run the ball. We know they're going to run the ball effectively. Obviously, Nick Chubb is a very, very special player, and he makes that offense a lot better. But there's an opportunity there if something happens to Chubb for someone like Jerome Ford to really step up and, and you know, for what it's worth, Chubb is going into his age 28 season, or he'll be 28 by the end of this season. That's right. not ancient by running back standards, but it's, it's it's getting up to the warning signs. So, yeah, I think that's a that's a good one. What about a wide receiver? The Houston Texans receiving core. Um, I don't know really which one right now. I see people, a lot of people betting on Nico Collins. There's apparently a really good connection between Tank Dell um, and, and his new quarterback, we, it's possible that John Mechie comes back after mm-hmm. his uh, after be, winning his battle with cancer. Uh, Robert Woods could be the guy. Like one of those guys, though, I think they're all worth stashing. I think it's very unlikely that more than one of them is going to be good for fantasy purposes this year. But I, I do like betting on the four Texans wide receivers with one of those guys emerging as possibly a number three wide receiver this year. Yeah, I mean, Mechie especially, I, I like targeting. Just he did show the ability to garner a lot of targets that last season in college. You know, Jamison Williams was the better player. But, you know, John Mechie did have 96 catches in that season to lead the team. It was, you know, two fewer games than Jamison Williams as well. So, you know, that's one where it could be a volume play for John Mechie. I, I like the idea of targeting him late. And uh, how about some tight ends to target? It's the uh, Dallas stick with a theme in the Texas um, it's the team theme. It's the it's Jake Ferguson and it's Luke Schoonmaker. And right now I lean towards Schoonmaker. But what we know is that it doesn't matter how talented you are. That this Dallas offense has seen about a hundred plus targets go to tight ends even before Kellen Moore. Um, I think it will last with with Mike McCarthy. And so I do think there's an opportunity. One of those guys, whoever wins the starting job, to be a low end starting tight end. Dak Prescott loves to look over the middle. Yeah, this is a better receiving core than the one they had last season outside of C.D. Lamb. Obviously, C.D. Lamb, a legitimate number one, but the addition of Brandon Cooks, hopefully Michael Gallup's a little more productive a year removed from his ACL tear, but there's still, like you said, over the course of you know the last five seasons or so in Dallas with Dak Prescott, there's always been a fantasy right. viable tight end there when they've been healthy. Obviously, Dalton Schultz leaving to Houston, that's someone who could be worth using in fantasy might actually be the the top target earner at least early on in the season for them which you know maybe target the Houston Texans for your DST streaming purposes uh, early on in the season but yeah that's a that's a situation where I don't know if Schoonmaker or Jake Ferguson is a, a great player but certainly a pretty good situation and, and one that won't cost you very much to try to target so for both 2023 and beyond I think there's some value there and that's going to do it for FFT and 5 we'll see you tomorrow